Yo, it is September 8th. It is I, TJ, the Lonely Stoner, and with my co host, uh, Jab Ortuno. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I got my co host, Javier Ortuno, with me. Yes, sir. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You want to hear a sound effect? Yeah. We got sound effects now, too, Javi. It's season two, baby. Season two. Yeah. We on that shit, man. Upgraded. Yo, uh, first off, let me apologize. I know it took a damn near a month hiatus from uploading episodes, but, you know, um, just felt that there's a certain quality that needs to be met, and not only that, it is an investment, man. So, with that being said, let us commence season two, Javi. Yes. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. You know, uh, I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. We got our workout in. Mm-hmm. Cardio. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming. No problem. Uh, you know, been having a lot on my mind this past month. Uh, happy that, you know, we upgraded, um, uh, bringing the best quality yeah. to our listeners. Absolutely. I was very surprised about how many people listen to, to the podcast, yes. to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, we get in somewhere and we have supervisors at our job telling us, Hey, good job. Hey man, when's the next episode coming? You know, not only that, we have our coworkers, we have our friends, we have our peers, man. And you know, even though it's small time right now, it's nice to know that like we're getting, we're going somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I appreciate the people that listen. Absolutely. Uh, they take the time out their day to listen to us. And, uh, and uh, shout, uh, shout out to them. Yes, we we appreciate those that listen and those that hate because y'all gotta hate. Or I'm sorry, y'all gotta listen in order to hate. So. That being said, we appreciate love, we appreciate hate, we appreciate everything. Yeah, and if you feel like uh, we should talk about something or touch on, uh, feel free to message the Instagram page. Yes, sir. That would be TJ the Lonely Stoner. Shoot me a message. Talk that shit. And, uh, I mean, aside from that, I, I don't know, man. I think we're doing pretty okay, huh? I think say? so too. Uh, we're we're rolling. You know what I mean. You know, you know what we're mean? on track. Hey, and one thing that I'll say about season one, man, if people actually take the time out to listen, they will notice us like level to level. Like, okay, well now we're gonna incorporate an ending. Now we're gonna incorporate this, that, and the other, man. And I think, uh, you know, I mean that, that takes perseverance, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? While we're on the subject of perseverance, yo, you are going to the military. Yes. I'm... How do you feel about it? I've been having a lot on my mind. Um, really, I've been thinking about it nonstop. I feel like it's the best option for me right now mm-hmm. um, as far as continuing my education. Uh, I want to join the Air Force. I'm planning on talking to a recruiter real soon. I was planning on talking to one in January, but I feel like I'm I'm certain that this is something I really want to do. Um, I don't know, man. Uh what branch are you thinking about joining? I want to join the Air Force. Mm, Air Force? 
Yeah, I want to be uh, part of the Space Force. Man. <laughs> Dude, honestly, uh, um, I think it would be a good decision, man. I think military, it's not for everybody, but I think some people, it's good for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, some people do need that structure. Some people do need, like, I mean, that's just it at the end of the day. I think the military does help, like, in growth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it comes with a lot of sacrifice. It does. That's, it that's does. something I've been thinking about. But, I mean, what doesn't nowadays? You know what I mean? That is true. Everything takes time. That's the biggest, like, fucking uh, cost to begin with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And You actually joined, didn't you? I did. I did. So, a uh, little information about me. All right. And we're going to make this kind of quick, short, and sweet, unless you have any questions, Avi. But, uh, so, to those that don't know, I am technically, I'm not going to claim veteran status, but I do have a DD-214. I was discharged, like just a general discharge. Um, not honorable or dishonorable, but basically I did enlist into the military and I proceeded to go on to join the uh, Navy. With that being said, I went through uh, basic training. And I went to the Great Lakes or whatever, and about halfway through basic training, I uh, supposedly, allegedly, or whatever, it's not allegedly, this is what happened. I got popped with, a, like, a fucking piss test. Or, not popped with a piss test, but basically, here's what happens. You take a test at the recruiting office, you take a drug test at MEPS, and then when you arrive at basic training, you also take another test. Mm. And... I guess it took, like, this is stupid as fuck, but it took them three fucking weeks to tell me, like, that I guess my piss from, like, the day, like, day one of being at basic was dirty. Which, mm. even then, to me, it doesn't make sense, but I know, it, it, here's the thing, it wasn't no drug test, it was a urinalysis, bro. A urinalysis and a drug test are two different things. A urinalysis detects it down to, like, the, the smallest increment that it can. Wow. And I will be honest and say, like, I, I studied. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, when it came to take, like being clean, I was clean. And I've kind of, like, made my terms with it. Just it wasn't for me, man. Like, I wasn't going to be there. And, like, um, we kind of spoke earlier about that at the gym. Just, like, you know, every decision has a bunch of other decisions that are tied into it and uh, those decisions are infinite possibilities and you know different realities and all that stupid shit you know what i mean like a ripple effect it is a ripple effect man and i like you know and this goes for anyone man. like if y'all are wondering your life or just if you have regret don't have it at the end of the day there's no point because the experience that you gain and everything is meant to be a lesson. You're supposed to learn from it. But the experience that you gain through going through that scenario or that regret that you have in your heart, look at it as a, it was a teachable opportunity. And it may not necessarily be one that you wanted, but it may be one that you need, say, if you have kids or a little brother or a little sister, whatever the case may be, they may end up going through similar circumstances to which you may be able to help the next generation right. and sway them the other way or whatever. But... I think that's what our parents did for us, you know what I'm saying? Like, our parents went through the shit. They did their best to, like, you know, raise us. Yeah, I agree, bro. Yeah. This is a thought that I've been having on my mind, like, the past month. 
Like, I probably, like I've been kind of going through it. Like, the thought is that my parents risked their life to come here to the United States, bro. Right. They crossed the river, you know, legally. And if you don't, if you, you've been to Mexico, right? To Tijuana? Yeah. Did you get to see the river? No, I didn't see the river. It's pretty big. Yeah. It's pretty dangerous. Um, it, to, to clarify, I, I didn't go to Tijuana. I went to Baja. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. We got to talk about that. Yeah, we do. But um, the thought is that, you know, my parents risked their lives. And for me to be average, you know, I can't. Um, I can't. You know, my dad, you know my dad. Yeah. He's like a radio host for Washington, D.C. Yes, sir. Travels with Mexican bands. Like, I have a bar that I have to reach. And for me to be stuck at Coles, bro, like, I feel like there's a, there's chapters that need to be closed. And joining the Air Force is something that, uh, that's been on my mind for like the past two years. When I cut my thumb, it kind of like made me kill that dream because I thought I was going to be able to move my thumb again. But the past year I've been working out, you know, I've been consistent with it. I can kind of move my thumb, grip some shit. So this is something I'm, I'm going to go for, you know. As you should, man. Like, give yourself a chance to try, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, the reason why I, I, I will say the thought of re-enlisting has like daunted my mind, but also there's too many factors. Not that I'm trying to make an excuse. You know, I know people enlist, they go, they get shipped out, kids or whatever. But you know, um, I was just fortunate enough to be able to kind of find my ground, man. And after, uh, to be 100% honest, to be a thousand percent honest, I only enlisted to get out of trouble. You know what I mean? Um, basically, to make another long story short, when I was 18, 17, no, 18, 19, one of the two, but um, fresh out of high school, and I was, my ex at the time, who I was dating, I was like actually going to go uh, drop her off, and um <sighs> This is another reason why you shouldn't have road rage, man. But anyway, so we like I drop her off and like the school, the high school, like it has a little circle for you to, you know, drop people off and drive around. And I get out the fucking parking lot and uh, I, I even remember the fucking car. This it was a white Honda Civic and it was probably like a 95, 96. It was like an old ass Honda Civic, but it was going so fucking slow, dude. Like. And granted, we were in a school zone, but still, he was going under that limit, and but and he kept just stopping on or stepping on his brake or tapping his brakes. And in the morning, I'll say, "Ain't nobody feeling that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody trying to deal with that." And but here's the thing: looking back at it now, what did I have to rush home for? Nothing. Nothing. It was stupid. But anyway, going back to the story, um, <laughs> I let my uh, I let my road rage get the best of me. I literally scoot over into the middle lane, blast off. Now the amount of like 
school zone that I had left, it, it wasn't that much, bro. Probably about a block. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't a lot. But um, it was enough for a cop to clock me. Mm. And he clocks me. I pull into this fucking, uh, like, this parking lot to, like, these elderly homes that are, like, across the street from the school. So, like, I'll never forget this shit, man. Like, he walks up to the car. He says, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, uh, which, knowing now, I shouldn't have fucking answered. But I was, like, speeding? Yeah. 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 Um... And from there, he was like, sir, are you aware that your car smells like marijuana? I, I wasn't smoking. You know what I'm saying? Like, immediately I get defensive. And y'all, if y'all listening to this podcast, when they say, are you aware that your car smells like marijuana? Don't answer that question. Because had I known what I know now, that's probable cause. And that gives them more than enough reason to search your shit in the state of Texas. So, anyway, I get out the car, and he searches me. Nothing. He says, is there anything in the vehicle that I should know about? Me be- being dumb, Billy, badass, cocky, stupid, immature-ass Tyler at the time, I thought that I had, like, this secret compartment in the back, like, in the back of my yards, like, under the trunk. No, it's where I put, like, it's where the spare tire was, bro. Mm. Yeah, that's very, that's like the go-to place, bro. So, anyway, I'm watching him go through the car, and he finds a fucking tray. Well, no, first off, he finds a bag. In this bag was a rolling tray, a plastic one, a grinder, probably about an inch, and then uh, just papers. Inside the grinder was residue, not enough to even put in a, a spoon or a one-hitter or a pipe. All right, it was probably enough to put in a one-hitter, but nothing more than that, bro. And um, he's like, anyway, he's like, I found a marijuana in your car or whatever, and I'm like, it's not. I, I pulled a huge foul, and I said it wasn't mine, and I blamed someone else, even though there was no one else in the car with me. But anyway, um, he said, and I was like wet behind the ears, dude. I was so fucking naive. But he says, can you um, do me a favor and like reach your hand out? And I'm like, okay. And he begins to grab my hand, place it behind my back. Right, right. And he says, you are under arrest, blah, 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 blah. Whatever the fucking Miranda rights are. But he then puts me in the back of his car. I watched my car get impounded or get towed. And from there, I get in the back of a car. And this is how stupid I was, hubby. I'm sitting here thinking, he's going to give me a chance. He's going to give me a chance. Like, I'm so used to getting away with shit scot-free and people just giving me a slap on the wrist or, oh, you look like a good kid. Let me give you a chance. Blah, blah, blah. This motherfucker, like, I tell him, Sir, am I still going to have a future with this? Like, I'm sitting here trying to, like, guilt trip him as a fucking, like, 18-year-old. And he's like, you can try. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, little by little, like, my like my, my morale 
is like sinking and that realization of oh fuck this is this is it I'm really going to jail and I was acting like a bitch bro I'll admit it or I won't say I was acting like a bitch it was just I was new you know what I'm saying and I was way over my head so um I get to the fucking uh, jail or whatever motherfucker comes and uh like right after I take my picture or my mugshot, he the officer comes back. He's like, "Mr. Jackson, one more thing," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, he's gonna let me go. He's gonna let me go. So he's gonna let me go or something." He says, "And I forgot to give you your speeding ticket." Motherfucker! I said, "Bruh," I start crying. Yeah. And uh, I call you know I call I didn't call my mom because this is how shitty of the situation it was. My mom. Had, like the job where she was working at she got her own work phone I didn't know the fucking work phone number I know that bitch now best believe it but I didn't know it at the time so I called my grandma because my grandma is the only person that I like that's how bad my mom's my mom just converted to that work phone bro she her old cell phone number that we all knew fuck that shit I can call it right now she ain't gonna answer but she'll answer <laughs> her work phone yeah but um yeah, so, like, I call my grandma, well, I call my great-grandma, who I call my Nini, and, uh, <laughs> I say, uh, Nini, and the first thing she says is, Tyler, baby, how are you? Wait, she didn't hear the, you gotta collect call. It wasn't no collect call, because I called from, like, their office phone type oh, shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, I said, Nini, um, I'm in jail. You're in jail? For what? Somebody put weed in my car. <laughs> uh, and she's like, I done told you about those people you be riding around with in your car. Because, dude, back in the day, I used to just have anyone in my car. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll refer to them as acquaintances. Yeah, we're 18, 17. We got to quit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's running. Yeah, so, um... <laughs> um She's like, let me call your mom. Let me call your mom or whatever. So I got to get off the phone. And I spent three days in jail. Yeah. Three Because whole it was days. over the weekend, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, it sucked, bro. It sucked. Um, basically, and this is where the love and the respect for my stepfather developed. But he came to the jail and visited me, bro. My father, he he came to the jail as well, but he came to get the car out of impound. Hmm. Didn't visit me or nothing. Yeah, every day is like 250, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Something crazy. Like yeah. That. So, um, you know, one of the biggest things that happened was my stepdad came. He was like, hey, you know, one, I didn't even know I was going to have a visitor. But he comes and he's like, hey, man. It's going to be all right. It's not the end of the fucking world. It's just weed. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You'll figure something out. You'll be good. Blah, blah, blah. And But that's what I needed at the time, bro. Because I'm sitting here just emotional in jail. And my first day, I didn't want to eat. They gave me some fucking... They gave me some stale-ass noodles with water. Just hot water. And then a fucking honey bun. Fuck that shit, bro. Yeah, fuck the hoodie, man. Um, anyway, so to get back to the military, got out of jail. 
And, um, not the third day. Well, yeah, basically that Monday. You didn't pay no bond or No, I did. I didn't. My mom had just got a bonus, bro. My mom got a bonus from her job and had to use her bonus to bail me out. Yeah. So, um, it's up. But the thing is, is, uh, it gets worse from there. And we can choose to focus on that story. Well, it kind of all ties in. But anyway, um, like, I get out, right? Yeah. I have a lawyer. Her name is Patty Tress. If anybody is in the Carrollton, CFB, that whole district, Patty Tress is one of the best freaking lawyers. I swear to God. Um, but at the time, me being cocky, big-headed shit, Patty, I think she had quoted me like, uh, I think it was like six, six or $800. One of the two or something like that. That's not bad. Wait for it. Uh-oh. So... Like, I don't have that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then the thing is, is like, it wasn't paraphernalia that they were trying to charge your boy with. This was drug possession. I was in a school zone, Javier. Oh. Yes. Fuck. Shit elevated to a whole... I was about to get a class A misdemeanor. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, anyway, got out of jail and... But right before I like before all this shit happened, I was considering the Navy, right? And when I got out, I went to my recruiter's office, gave him a whole sob story, and I was like, I got in trouble, and I know I was like, cause I I was like, I took my ASVAB and everything. How many months after? After I got in trouble. Yeah. And like I left. Well, like from this from that story to you talking to your recruiter. Probably within two weeks, bro. Oh, shit. So, that yeah. was recent. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I talked to the recruiter or whatever, and he's like, why haven't you been by, you know? Like, because I took my ASVAB, and then I just said, fuck it, I'm not going. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they wanted you to come in and basically, like, kind of study, you know, work, like, train with them and shit like that. And I just, I, my head was up something else. You know what I'm saying? You're 18. To be dumb. But, um, you know, when I, when shit hit the fan, I was quick to go back to the military because I, I didn't want, I didn't want to face the music. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want no responsibility. I wanted to just, and, um, the recruiter, well, not even the recruiter, but like, I want to say it was his, uh, I want to say the title's like NDC or some shit like that. Basically like the main guy at the recruiting office. Like, I have a sit-down with him, and we talk, and whatever, and he just basically ensures me, like, you know, if I enlist, he can speak to the judge and Carrollton and kind of, like, you know, make some shit work for me. Like, get this shit off if I enlist. Nice. Never went to court to get none of this shit confirmed. Never got any of this shit in black and white. I was naive as fuck, Javier. And, this, like, you know, everybody listening to this, bro, take this as a life lesson. If it ain't in black and white, it ain't right. Do not agree or sign to anything unless or I'm sorry don't agree to anything or have faith in anything unless it's in black and white and you got your receipts or whatever to back it up but anyway um I started like taking the military route very seriously and started doing what I had to do um and January was when I like so December we went up to MEPS 
or we went up, like we went to downtown, did MEPS or whatever. January, and also in MEPS also is where you'll get your job. Oh, they tell you right there and then. Mm-hmm. So MEPS is kind of like a giant physical, from what you told me. Yeah, so. MEPS is basically. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it stands for military evaluation physical or some shit like that, but something like that. It's just an in-depth physical, bro. Yeah, and um, they tell you straight out the bat, like this is what you're qualified for. You're getting this job, mm-hmm. just like that. Mm-hmm. And you can either accept it or deny it. Yeah, you can. You can decline it. Um, you can if you want to, but really, truthfully, I don't think no one does. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying that people haven't. But most people, once they're at that point, they're, you know what I'm saying? They're ready to go. Right, right. So, um... What'd you get? So, my job, I was going to be a CB. I was going to be in construction battalion. And basically, just construction, bro. Okay. Um, I... So, anyway, took a piss test and did the one at MEPS or whatever. They also draw blood. Then you gotta do like a little duck walk. They gotta check your limbs and make sure you're good there or whatever. Um, I left in January, I think. To training? Yeah, and that was like, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's Michigan or what, but I'm, I just remember it being near the Great Lakes. And when I got there, it was snowing. So like Chicago area kind of? Yeah. It was cold as fuck, bro. But I left, and I'm not sure if my mom still has the picture. I have to find it, but I left in some DeSoto tennis sweats, DeSoto tennis hoodie. I got out that I got off that fucking bus, and not only that, bro. That was the first time I got on a plane. That was the first time I was like alone, alone, like a lot of shit, bro. Like, so, um. Basically, and I could tell you about like the military experience or my basic training experience, but to not get too far off track, I ended like three weeks in. I like basic training was just supposed to last six weeks because we were a push division. Like I said, I left in January. February is already a short month. Three weeks like into it, I've already like I've. You you get trained on how to swim. You gotta dive. You gotta like um, there's like certain PT that you have to do. Then they test you as far as like on the boat and shit like that. Like all that shit, bro. Like I did. Yeah. Only thing that I didn't get to do was just fucking like weapons training and then doing that fucking like there's like a simulation thing like on your last week where you're like on a boat and like shit just hits the fan and you kind of you're not on a boat boat but it's a simulation. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and also, this is a little side note, and this will come back around later. Like, I want to say it's your second week or whatever when you're there, and you, um, what they do is they have you write a letter to your family, just basically inviting them to your graduation. Hmm. So, that 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 little detail is gonna play a part later. Um, basically, three weeks into it. I get pulled by my RDC after like eating one day and just says, uh, hey, what kind of people did you hang around with before you left? Now, what I'm thinking is, oh, shit, the charges came back to bite me. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, oh. um, I, I hung out with good people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm nervous as fuck. And yeah. he was like, what did you do before you came here? Nothing. You didn't smoke anything? No. Like, I actually, you know what I'm saying? Because, bro, once once I got in trouble, I was, like, on the straight and narrow for a, a long time. How much is a long time? Like, from when I went to basic training, failed, and all that shit came back home. Even after I came back home, I was still kind of on the straight and narrow for a little bit. So, um, basically, uh, I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, we're still recording. I thought my MacBook went to sleep. Um, basically, he was just like, to make a long story short, he told me that I, I pissed dirty. Hmm. And I'm like, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, like don't tell me what I think you're going to tell me type shit. But you can't you can't even speak like that in the heat of the moment. And then even then, you kind of you got to wait to be spoken to, and then you answer back. So it's like, so much I want to ask, but I can't. Right, because you can just say like, yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah. And then all my details are my DD-214. So anyway, I just found out that I pissed dirty. I'm getting discharged or whatever. I, I then have to pack all my shit. And they took me out. They put me in SEPs. And what SEPs is, is separation. SEPs was the... Look, I know this is this may be an overstatement to some people, but to me, that's no different than jail. Reason being, I am. First off, it, we were such like it was such a small amount of, like like men in seps, bro, that they didn't separate us. Separate us. They just kind of had us separated as men, but everybody was in seps for different reasons. People were in seps because of mental issues. People were in seps because of medical issues. People were in seps because they were suicidal. People were in seps because they got popped with drugs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they pissed dirty. So, you have a bunch of fucking personalities and shit in one fucking small-ass area. Like a classroom, I'm I'm assuming? Not a classroom, but, I mean, like, you know, we all got bed or bunks and shit like that. It's just... Niggas. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, men. And, um, it sucked, bro. But they made me like a yeoman while I was there. And basically, that's just like one of the people that kind of helped, like, kind of keep things in line and keep things in order. And, you know, take roll call and all that bullshit. So, um, that shit was cool. It came in clutch when I came back home. But before I came back home, and once I got put in steps, I had to call my mom. And when I called my mom, it was kind of the same feeling as calling my grandma, except it was like a thousand times worse. So I called my mom, and my mom's like, Hey, baby, I just got your invitation. Me and Marcus are planning to come out there. I start crying into the phone, bro. And I'm like, Mom, I'm coming home. Oh, you're coming home sooner? It's not like that, Mom. Um, yeah, man. So, um, and (laughs) here's the thing, right? So my recruiter, like, dude, when I tell you I was so confused and I didn't know what the fuck to do or what was going on, while I'm in SEPs, I call my recruiter. Yeah. 
right after I called my mom. And, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. It was like Birdman or some shit like that. Something with a beat. But anyway, I called this motherfucker. He didn't even remember who the fuck I was. Seriously? Yeah. I was like, hey, it's uh, Seaman Magroot Jackson. Now, th- this uh, it's the Carrollton Branch. You didn't have too many niggas get in trouble for weed and then come to you seeking a way out. But you don't remember me? You know what I'm saying? Come on now. I know y'all ain't recruiting people like that, bro. He was probably tr- trying to protect his ass or something. Or... And, you know, cool. whatever the case may be, man, it's not... It was the reality check that I needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I realized, oh, I'm just another number to this motherfucker. Pretty much. You know what I mean? And um, I came back home only to then realize um, I still got the case. Still got the charge. Still got this shit. Still got a court date, my nigga. You still got to go to that. Yes. So you then, haven't missed it yet. Yeah. I, Bro. So. How long were you in the steps for? Uh, probably a good two and a half weeks. Because you said you did three weeks of. Basic. Basic. And then another two weeks and a half of steps. Mm-hmm. So you were there for like a good two I, weeks? I, would, it, I was technically there for the amount of time I was supposed to be there. But like, dude, it, it fucking blowed. So. I come home, still got to hit up Patty, and she's like, hey, I thought she went to the, like, you know, I thought she went to the military, what happened? And I know she can't be like, ha ha, but at the same time, like, I know that's how she was feeling, bro. Uh, yeah, you, you get that tone. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, still got to go to court, I went to court, and that time that I spent in the military, not when I was in basics, but when I was in SEPS. Yeah. And I was a yeoman. My RDC in SEPS wrote a letter for me. And I think I still have it in my Google Drive and I could show it to you. But he was basically just giving me like, hey, Seaman Recruit Jackson has been a wonderful asset, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know, gassing me up. Yeah, good. Uh, basically a referral letter. And that same referral letter is what made that Class A misdemeanor when the judge was looking over my shit go down to a Class C misdemeanor for drug paraphernalia. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, Mr. Jackson, you look like a good, you look like a good young man. I can tell you've been kind of, like, kind of been going through the struggle, basically. But he was like, now, your lawyer, Patty, she swears by you that you're going to be good. And you're not gonna. I'm not gonna see you no more. Is that true? Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> so, yeah. um, basically, this is what happened. I didn't get no probation. Got a classy misdemeanor, which is basically a ticket. Just but, pay it off. Yeah, I still had to go to the, some fucking drug class, all that shit. So, lesson is, you can't run from your problems. Don't take a shortcut to your problems. Or don't take a shortcut trying to get out of your problems. Just face it head on. Yeah. You know, um, I was depressed for a while, bro, when I got back home. Like, I was really fucking depressed. And then my family, my mom, she moved to Sherman. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and that shit, I was, yes. I remember that. I was super depressed. I couldn't get a job. It was hard to get a job. I felt like, 
I wasn't getting the same opportunity due to a bunch of bullshit that I'm not going to mention. But, you know, even a fucking fast food job. I had to have fucking three or four interviews for a Whataburger, bro. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. So, you know, and <laughs> like uh, fast forward like a year later, kids coming into the picture now. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be a dad. Yeah. And Sherman, man, it just... It just wasn't working, man. Yeah. You know, um, that being said, man, like, shit happens for a reason, Avi. And, like, I feel honestly in the, like, the bottom of my heart, it wasn't meant for me, bro. Um, not saying that it's not meant for you. I think it's good for everyone, like I said. But I wouldn't be where I'm at now without going through the shit that I go through. And I wouldn't have the insight that I do now. Without going through the shit that I went through. I wouldn't have the daughter that I have now. Without going through the shit that I went through. And you know, it's like... Like, even having a daughter, man. I'm getting so much experience. And I'm getting way more knowledge and many lessons off of that. But, you know, this is the first time that I've ever really, really spoke about this shit too, bro. But, uh... You know, man. I don't have regret. You know what I mean? It It's led me to this and... Quite frankly, after the way everything's played out, especially within these last two years, man, me coming to Coles and then, um, you know, basically just moving back down here, like, it it came in clutch. And, you know, it, it provided me with the opportunity that I needed to spend even more time with uh, my pops. Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen when it happens. But let's say I was in the fucking military, you know... My pops, I wouldn't have seen my pops, and yeah. I wouldn't have seen the circumstances that played, you know, a few years later. But luckily, since I was here, like I say, shit happens for a reason. You got to spend that time with them. Absolutely, and you know, I like as a teenager, man. I'll admit, like I kind of like I was like on and off with my dad, but we kind of made up for it, and we kind of had the time that we needed as. As I'm grown, you know what I'm saying? And I think that was the best way for it to play out just because um, he's getting to know the version of me that's trying to be a better man than I was yesterday. And I'm seeing the best version of my dad because he's old. He's been through the shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's no having to cut or dilute shit because I'm his kid. Nah, he's being real with me. And that's something that I'll forever cherish with that man. But, uh, man... Yeah, that was my experience in the military, bro. Wow. Yeah. Man, God de- does things for a reason, bro. Absolutely. God honey. does things for a reason. And to be honest, bro, I have no idea where this thought came from. It was like I just woke up one day. You just wanted to go to the military? And I was like, I think uh, I'm going to join the military. You need to go find God, Javi. <laughs> <laughs> Stop texting. Yeah. Go find God. Bro. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo. All right. When Kanye texts that shit, bro, it, you know what? Never mind. We get off topic, but continue with what you were saying. Hey, man. I listen to Donda. You listen to Donda? I listen to CLB. You listen to CLB? What you got? <sighs> okay, so CLB is what you play at a party, right? That's what you play at a party. Donda is something you listen to, you know, in the car. You know, it's something you listen to in your earbuds, pretty much. Except for Hurricane. Hurricane is a beautiful song. I love Hurricane. Right. And Junior. 
Yeah. Junior wants to not be on my re. I love that song. But uh, yeah, man, it's been on the on the hot topics. C.O.B. and Donda. All right, bro. So, uh, tell or well, before we get on to that, are you sure you want to join the military? Am I sure? Yeah. Because you were telling me like you woke up and you just kind of wanted to go. I, I didn't mean to cut you up. My bad. My bad. No, no. Uh, going back to that. I kind of, so two years ago, I had this idea that I wanted to join. Yeah. But then I cut my thumb. I had stopped smoking. And then I cut my thumb, and then that's when I pick up the habit again. And I was smoking like nonstop. Coming to, let's, let's move on to November. I'm a daily smoker. Um, I'm working like fucking crazy hours at work, like 70, 80, not 80, like 70, 60 a week. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking exhausted. I work out every day. So once I leave this 11 hour shift, I go to the gym, I work out. So I have this, finally I get a day off. Yeah. So I decided to go to the gym in the morning. Eat some pokey. Well, I was going to eat pokey first, which is like a, a light meal. It's kind of like sushi in a bowl. Mm -hmm. I was going to eat that and go to the gym, work out, and go on with my day. What I'm telling you right now is how I got arrested. Oh. Yeah. So, I woke up, got ready, texted my homeboy. Yo, you still down to work out? Because uh, I was training him. And uh, he's like, yeah. Um, I'm going to bring my girl with me. Is that cool? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Um, let's go eat. And then we'll work out. All right, cool. So there's this one spot in Arlington called Ahi Pokey Tuna or something shit like that. It's fucking delicious. You should go. Mm -hmm. Best pokey in town. It's like Subway. It's like a Subway sushi spot. It's Hawaiian. We drive up, well, yeah, we drive. He takes his car. I think his girl takes her car. We pull up to the restaurant. It's closed. It's a Sunday. Yeah. It's closed. I had no fucking idea. So, we're like, well, fuck, what now? Oh, I'm like, well, there's a Gaines girl down the street. You know, we're in Arlington area. So... He's like, sure, you know, that's cool. So we go there. And if you've been to Gaines Grill, you know, those plates are heavy duty. Like, they're, they're big. And, like, towards the middle of the meal, I was getting full. And I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know if I'll be able to work out right now. I'm going to have to let the food, you know, digest. And his girlfriend was like, uh, well, shit, we can go to the mall. I need a shot for my parents. Christmas is coming up. Um, I need to get a gift for him. I'm like, shit, that's cool. Yeah, we can walk around. Um, let the food digest or whatever. Yeah. So, from Gaines Grove, we drive to the mall, Parks Mall. Um, I drive all the way to the top because that's usually where I park at, in the garage. And I told my homeboy, hey, you know, you trying to smoke? 
real quick, you know, because my legs are sore as fuck, by the way. And this is the time where my thumb was barely healing up from the injury. So I started smoking because of my thumb originally. But to continue the story, uh, he gets in my car. His girl gets in my car. She's in the back seat, And, you know, we start, start, start smoking. Yeah. <sighs> five, like five minutes later. I looked to the right. Fucking cop. Uh, not even a cop. It was a rent a cop. Yeah. I look at my rear view. Fucking guy parked like right behind me. So I can't even leave. I rolled down the window. Uh, what are you guys doing? My home. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even a cop yet. The cop. It, it was a rent a cop. Damn. A fucking rent a cop? Bro. That to you, bro. Like, he could have been cool and been like, hey, you know, you're not supposed to do it here. Do it somewhere else. Fuck off. But no, uh, he's like, all right. Turn off your car. Well, yeah. Um. <laughs> He, he asked us, what are we doing? Uh, my home was like, we were smoking weed. And then he tells me, uh, go ahead and turn off the car. Yeah. You know, I'm by, by then, I'm, I'm fucking baked, bro. Like, I'm stoned out my ass. I'm, I couldn't even fucking believe that there was... A... I'm in shock, pretty much. So I, I go ahead and turn off the car. He asked me uh, if I have any more. I'm like, all I got is in my bag. And it's in the back seat. He's like, okay. So he starts writing down something on his notepad or whatever. My homeboy asks him, so what's the worst thing that's going to happen right now? He's like, oh, well, you're just going to be banned from the mall for five years. What? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Um, fuck it, I don't even shop there like that no Anyway, so. I mean, I love the parks mall, bro. Like, I've been going there since I was a kid, but. Right. If that's all I'm gonna get for smoking weed here, then fuck, fuck it, it, you know. But even then, bro, I wasn't fucking bothering nobody. I was minding my business. Yeah. I don't know why you're. Why it made such a big fucking deal. I had a pipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. But besides that, it's just. Oh, wow. <laughs> I still gotta have more shit. So, he's taking longer than usual. He yeah. takes our picture, whatever. The security like, guy. Yeah, so 10 minutes pass, and I'm starting to think, yeah, this motherfucker called the cops. He doing the most. He's being extra. Yeah. Extra as fuck. Like, bro, just... So, I look at my rear view, and I see a cop car pull up, and I'm like, oh, surprise, surprise. There goes the cop. <laughs> so in my head right now, I'm thinking either I'm just getting gonna get a ticket. He's gonna make me crush all my weed. I'm gonna get a ticket, or he's gonna. At no point I'm thinking I'm gonna go to jail. Mm -hmm. So in my head right now, I'm thinking he's gonna give me a ticket, or he's just gonna make me crush all my weed. Those two. Then like. Not even a minute passed, like 30 seconds later. Boom. Another cop car pulls up. 10 seconds passed. Boom. 
A third one pulls up. Oh my god! And I'm like, these niggas are making a fucking scene. big scene yeah. for like. The most weed I had was like two grams, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm going to jail. <laughs> when when I saw the third cop cop car, I realized, yeah, like, uh, I'm probably going to jail. So the cop car comes, opens my door, tells me to get the fuck out. He didn't tell me that, but he just tells me to get out. Yeah. Um, he started searching me. He asked me, do you have any more weed? I'm like, all the weed I got is in that brown bag in the back seat. I have like two G's. He's like, are you sure? Because you smell strong. You know, I had that OG name. You know, that shit's strong. But Probable cause. Yeah, keep it, continue, continue. I that. guess. Yeah. Well, it, 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 my car stank, bro. Yeah. Like, there's no way that I was going to get away because I was smoking my car like regularly. But... And it was OG. That shit's strong. This is, you've only been arrested once, right? Just once, bro. Like, I'm always out of trouble, bro. Have you been in trouble for weed more than once? Never. That was my first time. Oh, God, Javi. That was my first time. And. You don't know who you're talking to, bro. You've been multiple? I am the lonely stoner. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> So he searched me, asked me like three times. He's like, you sure? And I'm like, no, bro. I don't got no more weed on me. That's all. So he puts me in the back of the car. I see uh, my homeboy and his girl get put in the car next to me. And I just see them search my car for like everything from top to bottom. Yeah. It takes like about an hour. Well, it took about an hour. Well, from what it felt like, I was, I was just in the fucking back. And like 45 minutes from them searching my shit, he opens my door. He get, he has like this brown bag. Yeah. He asked me, uh, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. Uh, I just want to know who's is what. So I can put it on a ticket or whatever. He pulls out a grinder. I'm like, oh, that's mine. I forgot what the fuck it was. He pulls out a pipe. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's mine. He pulls out, like, a storage container. I'm like, oh, that's that's not mine. This motherfucker pulled out a firework. What? Bro, I had a firework in my car. It (laughs) It was Michael's. Oh my god! I was saving it for him, and bro, Fuck look, you, Michael. I clean my car like at least twice a month, mm-hmm. like every two weeks. And for him to find that firework was just like, where the fuck was that, anyways? Like, like I thought I cleaned looking. it out. He was looking everywhere, bro. I don't know where the fuck it was at or how he found it, but I'm like, I look at the firework, I'm like, fuck, that's mine. And he's like, okay. Close my door. Like 20 minutes pass. He opens it. Um, my, my memory's kind of blurry from this point. He just tells me that, yeah, I'm going to go to jail. That they're going to leave my car there. Thankfully, because if I would have got a pound or 
That would have been like my whole. Keep in mind, bro, this is Thanksgiving time. So yeah. I'm saving up a fuck ton of money to build a computer. Like, I'm already buying computer parts. Yeah. All I needed was the graphics card. So I go to jail. My first time, I was like, just shot over everything, bro. Like, you know, I'm a good guy, bro. Like, I try to stay out of trouble. I've never gotten in a fight. Which one did you go to, Happy? Arnington. Ooh. Ooh, okay. That shit was like hell. They took a picture of me. Like, <sighs> I'm sorry, Happy. That's how I get. I just remember being in the holding cell. I took a shit because I had a gang his grill. <laughs> <laughs> so like right off the bat, like I needed to take a shit. I took a shit, and they put me in this like fucking room after everything. Oh yeah, I had to give them my watch. They strip searched me. I think I gave them my glasses too, so I couldn't see shit the whole time. And uh, they put me in this fucking room with like. Some other guys. I talked to this, like, Salvadorian dude who said that he was going to get deported and then he was going to leave his fucking family. He had nothing to go to. So, I'm talking to him. I'm like, damn, like, it could have been way, 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 way worse. Oh, you're getting, so, the, you're gaining, like, realization. Like, you're having that, con- like, you're having somebody just make you appreciate shit. Yeah, bro. Like, I'm in there and I'm thinking, like, damn, this dude is going back to Salvador. Dude, with nothing, bro. I straight up had my celly, my cellmate, tell me to stop crying. Quit crying so much. Yeah. He, like, it wasn't motivational. It was just quit crying. I'm trying to sleep. Like, yeah. bro. Oh, c- continue. Continue. <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds like your your experience was better. Yeah, to I mean. To some extent. I mean. Looking back at as it. As much as it could be. I mean, it's bad. But, I mean, it's bad going to jail, period. Yeah. But looking back at it, it was kind of like a. Like you were saying, it was a ripple in my life. Yeah. It was something that opened my eyes for sure. Now, let me ask you this. Has Hermie, or has your little brother ever been in trouble? Yeah, bro. Oh, yes. He has been in trouble. Like, I don't know how the fuck he got away with so much shit, but... But he has been in trouble. Has he ever gone to jail? Not that I'm aware of. Has your sisters gone to jail? I mean, one of my sisters probably been to, like, alternative school. All right, I was just going to say, see, your siblings followed your example and didn't do that, but never mind, never mind. No, nah, yeah, my, my siblings don't. You know what? I'm going to just continue this Yeah, fuck it. So I'm in there talking to this guy. He tells me that he's going back to Saturday or nothing. And this this whole time I'm telling my home, I'm like, yo, you know, this shit's temporary. Yeah. We're only here for like, Temporary, like whatever we're going through right now, like we got to take this energy, absorb it for what it is and create something out of it because we're not going to be here for a long time. We're not going to be here for a fucking year for fucking, you know, like yeah. two grams of weed. Yeah. Um, he was just, he was just like understanding. So what have you learned? So we're there for a day. Oh shit, my bad. We're there for a day. Yeah. Like. Wait, you only had a day in jail? I don't, like, it seemed like fucking weeks, bro. But, don't like, give me that shit. The time, my time perception was fucking off. Like, I could Same. Like, 
I remember just the Cowboys playing. There was like a TV and the Cowboys were playing. <laughs> Some white guy in there was having the time of his life drinking like milk, chocolate milk, and like eating a honey bun. Yeah. They gave me a honey bun and a burger, and I didn't even eat that shit, bro. I can't eat. To that day, I still haven't ate a honey bun. I used to eat honey buddy, honey buns with peanut butter. fucked up honey buns for you, nigga? Huh? That shit fucked me. Bro, <laughs> that experience <laughs> fucked up honey buns for me and chocolate milk, like in the carton. Yeah. Because I kept looking at the car and like fucking mad. Like, bro, that joke's kind of funny, but I'm not going to love. I forgot what kind of pun it was on there, but I just remember time passing because the Cowboys played and then some Marvel movie. I think it was like Civil War Part 2 played. Uh, and I fell asleep through that shit. Bro, you know what was on TV for me when I was in jail? What? A fucking baseball game. Oh, that shit's boring. Dog, yeah. I fell asleep. I had no perception of time. There was not a clock, bro. Yeah, that shit's fucking... That shit's crazy how that happens, bro. Yeah. So, I woke up. It's a... I know it's late. Fucking the same game is still on. Then... Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Like, I woke up and the same movie was on. Bro, the next day... Like, the only reason I knew it was Sunday was because cartoons were on, bro. Hmm. Family Guy. Shit yeah. like that was on Fox. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, man. I mean, lesson learned, I say, but I've gotten in trouble for, uh, you know what? I'm not even finna sit here. I plead the fifth. I'm not gonna incriminate myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm already talking about what happened, but uh, fuck it. It helps me better understand the situation. They put me in, uh, in my sleeping cell. I sleep. From what seemed like eight fucking hours, but I woke up, it was still dark outside. There was like a little tiny window. Uh, I do this shit like three times. I sleep. It feels like it's fucking forever. I wake up and it's still dark outside. <laughs> sleep. Like, like a good rest. I wake up, it's dark outside. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Do you remember how much your bill was? My bill? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh... And every hour, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna get to that part. But every hour, they'll come with a fucking flashlight, banging on the window, like on the door, and flashing in my fucking face. So I couldn't even sleep. So I tried meditating. The lady came by. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm meditating. I'm good. Just leave me alone." <laughs> uh, so they finally come. It's 4:45. I want to say it's like 4:45, 5 a.m. Sometime like that, some early time like that, I talked to the judge. I gave charge with uh, paraphernalia and possession, but the possession, they dropped it. Um, I paid like 350 for the paraphernalia and 300 for the fucking firework. <laughs> They charged me for the firework, bro. That's stupid. What I, were you, why did they charge you for I that? do not fucking know. I did not know it was illegal to have fireworks. They sell fireworks all the fucking time. Yeah. But they charged me for the firework, bro. So that's another 300 I had to add on top of the 350 which was my money that was going to my graphics card. Yeah. So I, like, once I got out of jail, I'm like, fuck. Dude. I can't buy a graphics card no more. But I got out of jail. Um, they say I can't go back to parks and my car is at park so I have to call my brother my brother picks me up with his mother-in-law 
Uh, in conclusion, don't smoke at malls. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, after that situation, I just stopped smoking completely. I haven't smoked ever since. Um, I will say you have owned, yeah. You I talked to a lawyer. Lawyer charged me like fifteen hundred. Uh, he tells me to stop smoking. Tells me to do a piss test for three months. If they come out clean, I get my drop, my charger drop. I do that easy because the year before, twenty nineteen, I had stopped smoking, bro. Like I was on a spiritual journey. <laughs> yeah. That's what I called it, bro. I was on a spiritual journey. I was trying to find myself because that's the time I was going through that divorce. Oh, yeah. And I was just trying to heal naturally instead of going to weed. So, stopping weed wasn't a problem for me. The only reason I was smoking is because of my thumb. Yeah. I didn't want to take the fucking pills. I feels. Because I didn't want to get addicted to opioids and shit like that. But... <sighs> looking back at it... Like... I don't want to pull the minority card... But I think that's what it was, bro. We're uh, more likely to get targeted, I feel like, because, you know, I'm Mexican. Like, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, man. That was just bullshit. Like, that could have gone. But I wouldn't say, what I'll say is it, it, I wouldn't look at it as the minority card for the cops. Definitely, well, probably, but bro, more so for the fucking security guard. Fuck that I mean? guy, first, first yeah, of all. Yeah, but it's like, bro, I got like two grams on me. Right. I hear stories all the time where people tell me, "Yeah, I I got pulled over, I had weed on me," but the cop just made me fucking you know throw it in the grass and crush it, or they made me uh, crack my pipe or fucking whatever right but in my situation it's like nah like you going to jail we're taking money from you or you know that was just like a learning lesson but you were just uh you were just that one that one case yeah bro and like and continue when i was in the cop car getting transferred to the jail or prison or whatever the fuck you want to call it i saw like about eight different head shops bro on that same street. <laughs> and I'm over here like, yeah, Cooper. Yeah. And I'm over here like, damn, like, these motherfuckers are running a business out of here, bro. Like, they... And there is some truth to that. Like, I'll say, like, when I was in high school, I remember, like, the cops always being at this one smoke shop, like, off of uh, Peter's Colony in Carrollton. Hmm. And it's like they wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But to that same note, man, I mean, like... They going through their own ripple too. You know what I mean? Who knows? They could be going through a power trip. They could have had, you know, like who knows why people do some of the things. But the important thing is you didn't let that one instance change who you were. Fuck no. And that's something I was meditating on the whole time I was in there. Hell yeah. I'm like, I'm going to take this, this situation. I'm going to absorb it for what it is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, bro. I had a lot of nightmares. I fell into depression after that shit. Yeah. I had a lot of nightmares. I kept dreaming about the time I was in there. And I kind of came 
I kind of came, how do you say it? I became at peace with it after a while, after I realized that that's what I needed for me to open my eyes. Same. You know, uh, when I got in trouble, I kind of had this, like, bullshit-ass intervention with uh, my family and stuff, like, at my grandma's house, my nini's house, actually. And, um, you know, my auntie who came from California, I'll never forget, she was like, and if you make my niece, which is my mom, if you make my niece cry again, I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) First off, you know, looking back at it, nobody, they were wrong for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, they weren't wrong for Karen. My aunt was wrong for what she said. But, um, you know... It's it's never someone's intent to hurt somebody whenever of course they're not. you know smoking weed. Yeah. But um, it it's something that you know my family from California tends to even throw back in my face to this day, and it's like you know what, bro? Seriously? Oh fucking a! Damn. But you know what, bro? People can say what they want to fucking say. They can bring up your past as much as they want. That's because that's who they knew less, and if that's who they're comfortable knowing, fuck it. Yeah. Let them know who that was, but at the same time, you don't let them go back to the old you. Facts. You take your, you take what you did or who you are, and you walk in fucking stride, and you walk proudly, and you embrace who the fuck you are. Fuck yeah, I, I got in trouble for fucking weed. Whoop the fucking do. Not to speak too much into the situation, but you know, my cousin unfortunately is in trouble for like something way more serious. Mm. That doesn't get brought up at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, it is what it is, man. People tend to bring out your worst. Yeah. And it's just to make themselves feel better, bro. But like I said, embrace who the fuck you are, bro. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, What's that one Drake lyric that goes, uh, they whisper yeah. my accomplishments but scream my mistakes or something? Yeah, bro. I mean, that's, that's just, yeah. yeah. Motherfuckers are quick to like, whis- like, if you're doing something good, people don't say shit. But like, if you're... Podcast. <laughs> if you uh do something bad you know it's it's everyone you, you you can't get your name out of people's mouth your dick isn't like everyone is on your dick you yeah. know what i'm saying like for no fucking reason and it's like bro first off like i've been through enough shit to know i ain't finna sit here and judge no man just flat out the blue nobody yeah. is better than me unless you give me a reason to you know what i mean yeah but bro People make mistakes, bro. And that's the only... We learn through making mistakes. It's just when we're kids, we're able to learn and get away with a lot of the shit. Yeah. But when we're adults, there's a lot of shit that we still want to learn and we're curious about. As teenagers, there's a lot of shit that we want to learn and we're curious about and we want to experience for ourselves. Sex being one, weed being another, and who God knows what else. Yeah. There's a bunch of different things and different factors, but that's another topic. For another day. Look, bro. I see weed like coffee. It's the opposite of coffee. Yeah. It's a fucking stimulant. Yeah. You want to fucking energize up, drink caffeine. You want to slow the fuck down, smoke some weed. Yeah. And some people say, you don't have to smoke weed, man. And there's a lot of shit that goes with marijuana, bro. But, you know... To each its own, bro. Do what you want to do in modesty without it affecting others, is what I'll say. Yeah, I agree. Um, with that being said, I noticed you brought up Drake and shit, 
it is getting a little bit late, but let's spend these last 10 minutes talking about, of course, these two albums real fast. I know it's a weird transition, but we've been wanting to talk about it. Yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest, let the people know. Uh, one of the reasons why I'm you know, kind of sacrificing my rights to join the Air Force is because uh, I feel like I owe it to everybody. I feel like uh, everybody in my family sees me as this, you know, piehead who got arrested. But, you know, I just want to make everybody proud. Um, you know, I've heard that the Army, the military, the Air Force builds character, you know. And besides that, you know, I'm still trying to continue my education. Yeah. I graduated. And that's one thing I, I, I'll say. Texas... And military, like, it helps a lot with education. There's yeah. actually something called the Hazelwood Act that pays for your, like, tuition. It kind of takes care of you if you serve in the military. Yeah. Like, I just graduated. And your kids, bro. Yeah, your kids, too. Yeah. So, like, you're getting that foundation. Exactly. So, that's really what I want, bro. Because I don't want my kid going through what I went to. Pretty much, like, working for, like, straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. Trying to fucking learn how to manage money and like nah man like you're getting the education right off the bat like you don't got to worry about it's working you're going to college that's what I want for my kid because working and having an education it's hand in hand no like I mean like working a day shift and then going to school night school oh it's hard bro yeah like, I did it and then. When they say college ain't for everybody, like, it really ain't because you got to be focused and dedicated to that shit. College ain't for everybody, but you need some type of backup plan or something or some type of trade skill. You need a skill. I'll say that. Yeah. Because you cannot sit here and not have mastered something your entire life because you ain't, you got to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do agree, man. College ain't for everybody. It really ain't. But I want to. Military ain't for everybody. That's what I've heard. But I think um, I think it's something that I want um, subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Like uh, ever since I was ever since I can remember, I've always been fascinated with like World War Two. My room used to be colored like army green. Like I always used to wear like these camo pants like all the time. So it's something that I've been like gravitated to since I was young, you know, and like I kind of liked the the face my dad made when I told him like the first time like yeah I think I'm I'm going I'm joining the Air Force, like just his face lighting up and like wow really like that's that's good you know, you know I don't really see my dad like that but you like that admiration that he gave you yeah like damn like he that's finally something that he kind of like agrees to yeah. Know? feel you on that man but yeah man just hopefully i come out after what like four or six years that you gotta sign the contract or whatever uh four i think minimum four years to get the education uh like don't get me wrong bro i like serving my country yeah like with this whole covid shit i think it's like a secret war going on i think i told you i discussed this yeah i think it's uh some secret war going on and i want to know who the fucking enemy is so I can go over there and whoop their ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, man. But. I'll say. 
Oh, also check YouTube. YouTube has like basic training videos, like yeah, uh, for all of them, and just to give you some idea of what you're gonna be going through. Yeah, I heard uh, you gotta go through like this gas chamber. Which yes, I, which I'm not excited. But that's for. every move. Like that's every branch. I'm yeah, not. All of them go through that, bro. I see people like throwing up and like having their teary eyes. eyes and, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, mustard, bro. Uh, yeah, it was, but it's something that uh, that I'm looking forward to. I like I said, I was going to talk to a recruiter like in January, mm-hmm. but I'm so excited and I'm so sure that this is something I want to do that I think I'm going to talk to some like probably this week, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just see. I, don't know uh, why I did that. I'm sorry. That was so inappropriate. <laughs> it's all good. I like it. What I'm really worried about it right now is uh, my story about my history. You know, at the mall. Nah, bro. It'll and be good. You said they'll drop, right? Or they dropped them? Yeah. They, well, they but dropped still it. be honest and mention it. Because, I, you know, I had clean piss for like three months. But yeah. you said that you were clean and shit, you still came back. Well, again, different scenario, bro. Did you smoke? No. Before, no. So how did that... I mean, but yeah, God, that's, that's yeah. what I'm worried about. God, go find God. Go He'll find God. Yeah. Go find God. <laughs> Stop texting. Go and, find God. <laughs> and with that, we transition into Kanye West because that's where we got that shit from. Um, what's up? Oh, nothing. Uh, yeah, but uh, nah, man. So, uh, Kanye West and uh, Drake, Donda versus CLB. Is this the Tupac versus Biggie? But modernized? No, I'm, I'm just asking. It's no, a question. By no? no, by no means. Don't, okay. Don't ever. No. Yeah, you're right. Because Kanye owns his own company. He's a billionaire. Not just that. Just not even on the same level of rawness, bro. Like just. Mm. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, hubby. Let's talk. <laughs> so, yeah. Donda. Donda. It's uh like I said. Is I'll, it, Oh, what were you gonna say? It's now when we just listen to, you know, on a way on, like in the car or by yourself. CLB is something you play like at a party, or when you're fucking. I agree, to some extent. I I think Donda is a more auditory experience. Yes. Meant for personal, like solo. Yes. So you gotta have like a pretty good pair of headphones or something just something with like a lot of snare pump kick bass whatever the case may be so you can hear that shit yeah he did produce his ass off yeah that being said Kanye is mediocre at rap bro that's that's kind of like his style bro stop I told you a bar bothered me I'm gonna okay some people in off the grid this man says (laughs) and some people say adam wasn't black 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 because a black man never gives his bro what you're talking about the guy who said someone left the fridge open and somebody took a sandwich you're talking about the same guy who said you're my chicken fillet I love you like chicken food. God, to be kidding. That's Kanye for you, bro. Bro, stop. Especially after I hear Hurricane. 
Hurricane is a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song, but that reminds me of Ye. What does this man say? He says, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I was I was by myself. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. God made it rain. The devil, the devil made, made it hell. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, that's a like, good bar. Never went to school, but I was the one that yelled. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Stay tried to stay on tracks, but I went off, off the, the rail. Bro. Bars. Going off. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Bro, like, and I felt I'll say another thing. Everybody, like, every feature was pretty good for the most part. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everyone who showed up showed up. Yeah. But Freaking, uh, Don Tolliver did an amazing job on Moon. What was your favorite track off of Down to? At first, it was Moon. But I have a, I think like my number one spot right now is Hurricane. Yeah. Like I love Moon, but Hurricane is something that I like. I listen to more. Okay. You? Uh, bro. Gel is kind of. Gel. Both both versions of Gel. I like cause like I like the Jay Z verse. Jay Z went off. Yeah. But the baby like. I don't know. There's just something about his verse that I like too, bro. And I think it's because like they use like the uh, uh, what is it the the people in the, like he's singing kind of a little bit, mm-hmm. and it has like a more of like an orchestra. Or, is that what it's called? Like the people that stream? Yeah, orchestra. Orchestra it has a more of an orchestra feel to it. Yeah. So like I like that. Uh, I like that vibe that I get from that song, bro. Did you listen to the um, track Drake released on his radio show? With, uh, you talking about, okay, this is how badass Drake is, bro. He released a diss track that was from Kanye for him. Yeah. Featuring Andre the 3000. Which is fucking amazing, because. Well, let me tell you something. Andre 3000, come on now. No, exactly. Out of all this, I feel like he's the innocent one, bro. He is. Because he didn't know what that verse was going to be. And Drake's fucked up for that. No, he's not, though. Yeah, he is. He's not. He's fucked up for that. Let me tell you why. He he basically robbed Kanye of even having the potential to diss him. He's like, no, no, no. We're not going to let Pusha T and let that bullshit happen again. No. He's still distant. That song was better than C.O.B. That one song. That one song was better than CLB, Javier. You finna come at me with that bullshit? Are you really finna come at me with that bullshit, bro? Name a song off CLB that's better than that track. Poppy's Home? Daddy's Home? Whatever the fuck it's called? Then that track? The Life of the Party? Bro, time out. Well, look, like I said, CLB, like I said, CLB is a party album. Donda is more like a introspective type of deal. You know what I mean? It's something you listen to, like kind of like, you know, something you, you meditate on type 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 song. You know what I mean? Look, I listened to Donda when I was working out today. Yeah, that was the reason why I ran more than you. Oh no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, <laughs> um, I 
can't believe you fucking just said that shit to me. That that track, it, it wasn't even finished. You it's, can't say that's better than a whole Drake album, bro. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm just joking. It's just, oh, okay. it's a yeah, joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm it is sorry. a good track, though, bro. You gotta just. Andre came with the wordplay. Uh, that's Andre, though. That's Andre. Who do you see being wrong? Drake, because. I'm talking about the entire thing. Is Drake wrong for retaliating? I think that uh, they're both grown-ass men. Grown-ass rich men? Rich, exactly. They're grown-ass rich men. Crying over a stolen beat or something like that. I don't know if that's what it was about. Or did first. Drake did Drake fuck Kim or something like that? I don't nah, fucking know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to it. Uh, yeah, I don't but know. But I remember the Pusha T diss. Yeah. And a lot of the shit that came from it was like from Kanye. And Telling him about the baby. Yeah, and from Kanye it came from 40. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, man. You think uh, it's marketing? Who knows? Who knows? It works. It's working like a motherfucker, though. I'm talking about it. Boy. <laughs> um, what else, man? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Shit. You got anything? Uh, what's been on my mind? Really just that. And, yeah. I think that's it. Well, I think we should wrap it up. I have this picture of uh, our president. Oh, our, well... Our old president, Barack Obama. But, uh, yeah, I don't even know why I said that. Don't even know why I mentioned that. But allow me to say this is a public announcement. This is our moment. America, we have come so far. We have seen so much, but there is much more to do. So, tonight, let us ask ourselves if our children should live to see the next century. If my daughter should be so lucky to live as long as Ann Nixon Cooper, what change will they see? What progress will we have made? This is our chance to answer that call. This is our moment. This is our time to put our people back to work and open doors of opportunity for our kids, to restore prosperity and promote the cause of peace, to reclaim the American dream and reaffirm the fundamental truth that out of many, we are one. That while we breathe, we hope, and where we are met with cynicism and doubt, and those who tell us that we can't, we will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Damn. Bro. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. Bro. That speech still works today, bro. Yeah. But I think we should end it with that. Everyone, have a wonderful day. Season two. First episode. We coming back strong. Matter of fact, fuck it, man. We finna end with energy. Javier, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling like I want to spit some bars. You want to spit some fucking bars, nigga? I want to... Let's do it. I think we can do a quick five-minute cypher before I officially got to go to bed for work. Let's do it. All right. Oh, like this bitch up, like this bitch up. Mm.
Let this bitch up. Let this bitch up. If I wanna buy a car, I can do that. If I wanna buy a car, I can do that. Uh, uh. Buy a house. Save some money. Yeah, yeah. Invest some things. Uh. And make more money. Yeah, yeah. I suck at rapping. It's okay. I made a podcast. Yeah, yeah. The season two. Yeah. I hope this shit lasts. I hope this shit lasts. Smoke some weed, rocket blast, rocket crash, fuck it. Invest your money on some doggy or on some Bitcoin. What the fuck was I gonna say? I say, if I wanna buy a car, I can do that. If I wanna fuck your bitch, I can do that. Grandmama can get it too. How many drones did I smoke? Maybe two. Uh, maybe two, maybe three. I don't know. I smoke a lot. You know you fucking with me. My head's loud. Always up in the clouds. Never full of shroud. Never ever full of doubt. Boy, I never pout. I'm always smiling. My fingers always, always dialing. Your girl's number. Getting some pussy in the Hummer. <laughs> yeah. Not mine, though. Talking about yours, bro. Oh. Yeah. I ain't got one, but I'm finna go ahead and do it in yours, bro. Hey, you can borrow the keys, take it to the keys, Alicia Keys, NYC, uh, Bait Camo, what I rock on my chest. I like the pizza chain the best. Pizza chain. Which one do you like the best? The pizza chain with the Cuban rope chain. You know what I'm talking about. It's gonna show all my pain and I'm gonna make it rain. Make it rain in Texas? Boy, who you kidding? You know I can't rap, but you know I attempt to be spitting. I go hard. My flow's lazy. I am good. Better yet, I am amazing. Hey, hey. I like Asians. Ooh. I be blazing, stick my dick in, and I made her Caucasian. Oh, that's a bar. Yeah. Did yeah. I do that? Yes. You Call did. me Steve. Best believe that girl's wearing a weave. Oh. I thought her hair was real. I thought it was the deal. I thought these bars were good. Found out that I had no skill. But today I went in. I decided to go and kill. And now I'm rapping, and I sound like Dr. Phil. I Ooh. mean, Dr. Seuss. Rapping on a girl's caboose. Ooh. Hoping one day I could stick it in and make it loose. Ooh. Ooh. Call me Mr. OJ the Juice, man. Why? Because I've got orange juice in my hand. I'm done. Okay. What you got, Javi? Oh, never mind. It's over. It's over. Strapped up like a dike. Oh. Rolling like a bike. Oof. That's it. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I mean, next time on the Lonely Stoner Podcast, TJ has a new guest. Is it a rapper, an athlete, or something not even of this world? Find out next time. <coughs> on the next episode of the Lonely Stoner Podcast.